Okay, hi, so my name is Carrie Johnston and we're filming today from the traditional territory of Champion and Ajak First Nations in uh, Dakwakata Haines Junction. And my guest today is Tina Dixon and Tina is in Kwanlin Whitehorse in the traditional territory of Ta'an Council and Kwanlin Dun First Nation. Welcome, Tina. Good morning, how are you, Carrie? Thanks for having me today. I'm great, thanks, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about um, who you are as an entrepreneur and what you do. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, I'm a lifelong Yukoner. I'm originally from Northwest Territories. Um, our entrepreneur um, background is uh, extensive in uh, tourism in various uh, sectors from our long time, uh, my husband's family, uh, Dixon Outfitters, um, is of course been in the Yukon for over probably, uh, we're thinking about 116 years, 1903. It started with uh, the first trip, so we definitely, uh, um, have been multi-generational and and then expanded more into uh, tourism who what where tours is our uh, day tour uh, company where we offer um, experiences for uh, visitors from around the world as um, Dixon Outfitters focuses on multi-day trips so and always some other uh, projects on the go as well <laughs> so what are you so tourism based businesses both short-term and long-term uh, what are you learning about your business model in this pandemic? Well, uh, you, you go through phases, first of all, and um, it's definitely when you um, have a lot of connections in the community, um, you have a lot of support and the community has always um, been really close to us, both as uh, relations, but um, making sure that uh, we, we have ideas and we're always talking and you know, kind of getting over that um, anger stage to what else can we do? We have to keep moving forward. And Yukon people are very resilient, as we know, and also um, creative, as we have an amazing backyard. So we definitely take advantage of that when it comes to um, some other ideas. Mm. Um, so like the traditional model that you've been operating on, the ability to take, take people on sort of multi-day hunts, is that available to you right now? Is that client base there or are the restrictions of the pandemic making that not available? Um, we are definitely restricted. So both on an international level and on a territorial level. And so I think we're in like week 14 now where we have had no visitors no um, outside uh, guests who are always part of us. We have either crew uh, that are both local and from outside um, as, and our um, visitors, yeah, things are, so that has allowed us to um, reconnect, spend some time and recognize that, uh, yeah, it's a big, it's our life, it's, it's not our lifestyle, it's, um, you are used to dealing with with visitors every day either it be text phone calls email um or face to face right driving in vans that that that's that's our life is is out there so to be go the longest this is we're on month four without having a, a visitor um is is a, and not, it's not even about their experience it's our experience because that's what we're used to so it's almost like the empty nest syndrome um in a way that you just go okay um yeah and all our zoom meetings and and interactions are all to do with government and regulation and restriction and 
and it's the waiting game. And usually, you know, entrepreneurs are, are pretty forward thinking people. Um, we control a lot of our destiny. Our thoughts are what we're doing. This is bigger than us, unfortunately. And uh, so um, outgoing people like us, it's, uh, yeah, it's made us really, really step back and, and try and reflect and, and then, uh, yeah, time to move forward. So it's, we're doing both. Hmm. Uh, just something that you said there, like it's your life, you know, and, and I always used to say too, when I was guiding, like my, my life right now is somebody else's dream vacation. And that's like, you know, like that connection that you get to share of making, making that experience happen for people and how connected you are to that experience. And yeah, it's hard. Hey, well, people, um, I have reminded because our, our children are involved, uh, friends, everyone just knows that this is our, this is our busy time from May until October. You're not going to see the Dixons because if, and if you are, you're going to be loaded in a van, you're going to be on a horse, you're going to be on a trail, you're going to be on a ride along. That is our state. And then, so people are seeing us now and I can, I'm having full conversations. My phone is completely dead. Um, and, and that, um, that is just, people are like, wow, you're, you're pretty calm right now. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We so my new phrase is kind of like, oh yeah, I have time now. We have time. Yeah. So you're, you're reconnecting, but, um, yeah, there's zero revenue. Um, you went through the refund repro uh, process phase, um, really looking at policies, looking at, um, tweaking, tweaking, um, internally of new, new ways of doing business because, um, no one, no one wrote a book for this chapter and this chapter, um, you know, people have really, other business have really turned to each other and said, Oh, what, well, what are you doing? What's, what's, how are you changing or how are you answering this? And, um, and that's where we've really gets back to your core values and your, your business philosophy and how you deal with your customers and how you've attracted them and kept them and will keep them in the future. And so what someone else might be doing um, or responding to in the pandemic, um, we might res be responding in a different way because that's our, that's, that's our life. And, and we want to, we want to make sure they come back someday or in the near future as we wait for hopefully borders to open up. I've heard that a lot in this podcast series about people like really focusing on their back end. You've got this like forced pause. So it's an opportunity to kind of clean up your administrative processes and think about those, like how you're making yourself more resilient to, you know, when your clients are coming back. So, and you talked a little bit about your clients in there. Can you tell us what you're learning about your customer, about you, Connors, right now? What do you, what's kind of the feedback that you're getting? Well, so we have, we, uh, based on both companies, we have two really different uh, clientele. Um, the multi-day clientele is a more high-end uh, experience product. So they do a lot more planning, a lot more research, a lot more investment. And so more money they spend, they seem to be a little bit more relaxed in terms of because they're, they're used to dealing with, um, yeah, they book a year, two years out, uh, out to plan their Yukon trip. Um, 
my day clients that maybe are coming to the Yukon and we're only going to be part of their experience, but it's an important experience. Maybe they're going to do a day trip with us to Kalani or down to Skagway, or we are going to do something uh, special, maybe a, a hike in the afternoon. They're much more worried because they, they're super planners, right? They've squished as much things in as they can in their, in their nine day once in a lifetime trip to the Yukon. So when one little fragment piece, uh, and they usually over plan a little bit, they're light explorers, they need our support. We're logistic experts. They've relied on us to make sure that their experience fits. And um, we, we, that you have a lot more communications with them. The smaller trip, um, and I don't mean, the, but the, the, the lighter experience, they seem to be a lot more worried than the multi-day because you've built up a much more solid relationship and file with, with that clientele. And so we deal with a lot of domestic, Canada, US, um, and then our, our day is much more international where it might be Australia, New Zealand, it's all the English speaking countries um, as our guides are local. So we are not offering in different translation services. However, they're welcome to bring a translator with them. So. Um, yeah, you, you're you're learning just a little bit more how people are dealing with um, with um, crisis, really, and and they really turn to you for advice in this time and what they're doing. And and I'm I'm not I'm not the president or the prime minister I, to be able to answer border questions, but they're hoping to hear the right answers, right? Because they've invested so much time in with booking with you because you're a Yukon ambassador. You, you, you know the lay of the land, you know the people, you've, you've created and offered a lot of suggestions to make their experience. So they're kind of relying on you for the next step as well. Yeah, and, and like as a guide, you're a leader, right? Like you're leading a group of people around. So what are you learning about yourself and leadership as an entrepreneur right now? Hmm. Um, well, you, you definitely have, um, I always say that you're, well, one, I'm a Gemini, so um, a born leader. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. And uh, so the, the, the 360, we, we, we're adaptable, um, creative. Uh, we also, I have a team that really look to me for advice um, as most of the staff have been laid off and trying to come up with some other projects and support them and just have that day to day. I mean, we're used to having people at our home office every day, walking in the door at seven, seven thirty, and it's, it's quiet. So, you know, you try to keep those connections, um, or just touch base with people. And uh, as a leader, I think, um, leadership is all about communicating, right? And, having those good communication skills. So whether it be through social media is kind of my, my marketing campaign has switched a little bit more to um, reminding Yukoners that we're still here and that tourism is an important um, part of our, our economy and our sector, but also um, just switching it a little bit to um, get people to recognize our backyard and the value and we have it to ourselves right now to I call it um our Yukon and to go out and experience it because there's no visitors here 
and we might not be making any money, <laughs> like zero revenue at all, but it's keeping us out there because it's the community that sells us, promotes us, as opposed to, yeah, we do the big national marketing campaigns and international, but my heart and soul is, is Yukoners um, because we're a hundred percent made in the Yukon. So I have a really different um, model in terms of um, promotion. Um, it's, and they will, when people slowly want to start coming back here to visit us, whether it be, uh, especially the domestic market, um, it's your friends, it's your family. Um, so you're going to remember to, to message about us and say, oh, well, you know, I know um, who, what, where is still, um, they're still operating and they're, they're pumped, they're ready, they're licensed, they've kept up on everything because we're here. We, it doesn't take a lot for us to mobilize because we are here. And um, so I'm, I'm trying to get our, our Yukoners to go out and kind of enjoy some visitor experiences. They, they don't need me. Yukoners are fiercely independent. Uh, they might not spend a lot of money, but they're gonna have that experience out on the land that people pay us to do every day. So I'm, it's a gentle reminder and messaging in kind of a reverse way. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's for domestic clients. Like they don't always think about always hiring a guide, but it's like, that's that awesome opportunity to engage with locals and kind of get that like insider information or see, see through the worldview of somebody who's from the Yukon while they're experiencing the Yukon. And that's, that's a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. So how are you pivoting your business right now? Cause you've just talked about not having any revenue. So what's, <laughs> what are you doing? Like what's well, next? Well, so we're never going to have the revenue that we had um because i've i've put so much back out to our i've really um with refunds and cancellations have valued our our client and have have returned a lot of refunds and cancellations um monies because i know they're going to come back and that's just my business model so um money is going out the door continuously um However, I'm investing in their future planning. And with that in mind, I, I, I'm tired of, of meetings. Um, I think a lot of us, we, we don't have time to do a lot of the, the funding applications and, and hearing continuous government this, government that. As a business, um, part of that sustainability and being an entrepreneur is not relying on public dollars all the time. It's, it's if, if you started this, with zero money and built it then that just gives you that much more resilience to to move forward and not sit there and and, and go oh my gosh okay i i need to do this grant because you're you're it's kind of diverting you a little bit down that dependency road and anyone who knows me is i'm i'm fiercely independent and have this thing about um just just trying to find our way and, and we're lucky that we've been in business long enough I'm, I think I'm on 28 years now um, that I might not have as um, many bills but as an entrepreneur you, you take continuous risk and it's and the pandemic timing was actually uh, really good because like you we if it was anywhere else in the calendar year 
um, because March, April, May is your quiet time. That's when you're, you're doing your, your staff training. That's when you get to go on a holiday in April. Well, that didn't happen, obviously. Um, but it, it gave you some time to go. And I guess the word people are using is pivot. That's such a hot word. So I'm, I'm not really one on, um, hot words. So like, I'm always trying to go, okay, they're using pivot. I, I want to come up with a different word and, and uh, spinning doesn't sound good neither. So I, I haven't came up with that new word pivot or um, the new normal. That one drives me crazy too. It's not normal. This is not normal and it won't. So those, those two hot words for this pandemic um, drive me crazy. So we're, we're, we're kind of going down a, a different road because I'm, I'm in a van, I'm driving. So I think of it as going down a road that, I never get to tour. That's how I look at it. And we're working with um, another industry, um, which is a very interesting industry um, with my latest project. And, and it won't take me over, but it keeps your mind. You need to be energized. You need to, anyone that's in business or has a, a, a kind of a type A personality like me, um, or is a Gemini, as I mentioned, we're always looking, um, out of the nest, out of down the road, in the ditch, where else? And um, Morel Mushrooms, we have five fires last year. And so there's an opportunity um, with the the crazy world of mushrooms, which are, are very, um, um, uh, I don't know how, how to word it, but I, I did work with it about eight years ago um, with an outside company. So they phoned me up out of the blue ponderosa mushrooms um out of british columbia and um they need a local logistic um expert and yukon you know community relations that's us that's what we're about so we saw an opportunity they can't come in because of the restrictions um with their buyers with um their pickers so we jumped on it to be well well i can get, i can i can train my guides they're versatile they're they're um, they're sitting idle and are anxious to get on the road and anxious to talk to people. That's what we do best. So, um, we saw opportunity there and jumped on it. And, um, of course the fires are out in rural Yukon, um, and engage in community process with our, um, um, with, with you, Carrie, and what you're currently doing, uh, with some of the community relations, as well as, um, being the local buyer and, as a local buyer, there's lots of opportunity to um, bring, um, get our people, our communities out and getting them harvesting. This is also, uh, harvest is a big Northern word. Um, we're, not, we're not hunting right now, um, but there, it, it's agriculture is growing and local food sourcing um, is, is another very hot uh, topic. And um, people are not working and have time and people want to be outdoors we have 24-hour daylight um morale mushrooms is a cash industry um we want families to go out and harvest and and bring that monies back to their communities and we um of course partner with um our local airline air north to fly fresh back out of the territory and get it down to bc so we're kind of the we're kind of the glue we're kind of the middleman and our so You'll see vans on the road, but they're going to be full of mushrooms and not people. And um, we're going to see our guides on the front line talking with the communities again, 
talking with you, Connors, and um, as an indigenous-owned company, also we we saw that even as a, that's even more key to to make sure that our people are understanding that um, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity that the Yukon's borders are closed uh, to outsiders. So you have the whole crop, you have the whole land, you have everything for yourself and your family and your people in your backyard to make some money to enjoy being um, out there and uh, doing something new too, right? Lots of people might not have, we're getting calls all the time about, okay, how do you pick what, what where where am I supposed to go what am I doing I have time my family my children and that's kind of exciting so that's renewed energy for us so yeah yeah that's gosh my heart is just like I'm happy for you I, I'm happy that you're bringing this to, to this opportunity to the Yukon and, and promoting it the way you are it's good yeah yeah definitely and our, 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 our team is happy when when we were loading them up and they're they, we have no idea the season could be three weeks, four weeks, but it gets you through that time where all of us are usually so focused with people in our vans and um, it's, it's just that time. We're seasonal people, so we should be out right now doing something. So um, they're excited to learn something new. There's going to be some takeaways for them because they're almost, they're on the front line doing sales. That's usually me doing all the sales and pitching in our office team. And now our guides get to kind of show their stuff and, 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 and also they're having to go down a different road too. And um, yeah, so there's a real great spin off there and it's not just about me um, kind of leading the bus. They're leading their own bus and the, the more they sell, the more money they make. So they have a vested interest as well. It's empowering people, right? And that's going back to your, uh, leadership question. It's not, it's, I have those tools in my belt and they're continuously changing. I change out my tools, but I'm building capacity in other people's tool belts. That's so much what we hear in this podcast series too, is about like that idea of lifelong learning and personal growth. And uh, I was even just thinking like when I used to work it as a cook in, in camps and that was what I would do is go out on the land and learn what this, you know, take out my books and, and learn what is this thing that I'm seeing and how can I utilize it and what I'm cooking or whatever it was. And it was actually morel mushrooms and spruce tips, like this early season stuff that <laughs> yeah. kind of, kind of got me really excited about learning more about all of this, all of this backyard that we have here. So that's really neat to see that empowerment. And the, and the, the further empowerment besides from like a business and, and growing people, but we, this, this is um, because of the pandemic, um, people's mindset, we need to, it's that, it's that reset button. And this is a chance. This is, this is a really, uh, you know, I'm not going to make a ton of money, but what I'm going to do is make a ton of people reset and rethink and refocus and maybe rejuvenate um, because it, it, we are going into, uh, you know, our, our different phases of reopening and so this might be just a little kickstart um, that people need to get back and get their families back reconnected, get, get back into the workplace, not rely on just government monies that are, are going to be running out. It's a limited time. Morales are a limited time. 
but there's another opportunity down that other road that people don't go to. Mm -hmm. You just talked a little bit about this idea that we're reopening or sort of whatever phase of this pandemic that we're in, what are, and this opportunity for reset. So what do you, when you're looking forward for the Yukon, what do you hope sort of changes about our business models or economic development here in the territory? What do you want to see happen after this reset? Or oh, I, reset? I got answers on that one. Definitely. <laughs> um, well, as a small business, as a local business, as someone who has invested my, my life, our family, our, our friends, our, our other, we promote and support so many other businesses on our tours every day. We, we, we make it a reality tour where if someone I sense needs to go to the washroom or is thirsty, I stop at that little ma and pa shop on the corner. I stop at the little place and go, Oh, Hey guys, we're ahead of schedule. Let's stop here and do a little five minute. And um, if you're going to use the washroom, you need to go buy something, but um, great people. Great. And you have a chance to promote and, what I want to see come out of this is, well, small business survive um, that that started here, that decided to be here, but also um, other Yukoners really stepping up to to know which businesses those are, and and um, support them in their in their new adventure that might be, I because I'm seeing other businesses do some things that I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, but. I want the other Yukoners to, to support them. And I, I'm also, I, I have Northern attitude about this and anyone that knows me, it's, I, I am fierce that um, it's fine for um, competition and outside business, but remember who the heart and soul people are of, of the Yukon that, that came here, uh, whether it be gold rush, or way before that with our indigenous families and people that that started something here and so when i when i'm on social media and i see people going oh yeah they're supporting this business i i have i i will private message them and go oh just to let you know there's you know these guys are actually they don't live here they're not from here they're not an outside but you know they're not a yukon business and people are like oh i did I honestly didn't know that. Thank you for telling me. And I'm not trying to squash the people, but it's a gentle reminder that um, that we really need to support Yukon business. Um, and I, I'm I'm huge, huge about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, economic development, it is the you know it's the community itself that creates the economy. Without the community being there, the economy doesn't exist. Sometimes we think it's the opposite right and so it is that real circular focus as much as we can like we need the outside and some of those outside influences are really you know they they bring a lot to us but it is also about ensuring that part of what we do part of how we are how we operate is is really focusing on that that local economy yeah and i'm i've always said like our company um and that's why the owl is our our symbol one of our logos um is because the owl is 360 um they're they're storytellers they're wise um there's over 500 varieties of an owl and we um 
we're observers, we're the eyes and ears out there. And I, and our, our guides and our team have, we, we try to empower other companies or maybe people that might not know, I would say the laws of the land or the considerations or that respect when going into the community where if, if I'm somewhere at a rest area and there's another tour company and I see them maybe not doing something that I'm, I, I take an opportunity to one, make that a lesson for my, my visitors, my audience. I have like captive people in my van that I, I have a mic and I can, I can share a story or experience. So when they're out exploring on their own, they're like, Oh yeah, I remember Tina saying, don't idle at rest area stops. I don't want to hear uh, idling vehicles. I want to hear peace and quiet and, and, and enjoy it. People come here for wilderness. They come here for nature. They come here to get away from that. So I, um, yeah, we're, we're very, we're very vocal in a respectful manner to other companies, but also people turn to us and, you know, and we're involved in a lot of organizations and associations and and that because we we care right and we try to pass that on so yeah <laughs> it's always interesting our, our stories at the end of the day i, I will write a book one day or, or do something crazy because wow the other added experiences on our offerings is is the end of the day just go wow i that that i so didn't expect and and some really heartfelt stories as well so yeah. We're storytellers on wheels is what we are. That's, oh, that's a, that's a wonderful way of saying it. I think even in what you're saying there too, is this idea of like sharing the, your worldview with your clients, sharing this, like this way that you see the land, this way that you see the Yukon um, without the engine sound or whatever it is, but like your worldview and how you can bring that to your guests. So, you know, when we talk about worldview, those things that are, you know, and, and creating an opportunity for your, one of your clients to be forever changed for their, for the way that they look at the land, for the way that they look at the experience and take that home with them back to wherever they're from. So have you had any worldview shifts during this pandemic where, you know, the way you saw things before are, are different and you'll never quite see the world the same way? Um, no. <laughs> Because, um, well, one, because I'm a forward thinker all the time. So I always see it through a different lens than other people. Like, and I talk about that and I see that more and more at a meeting where I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, everyone. No, that is how you should be seeing it. Um, so other people are finally catching up to, to, to my lens. I, I'm sorry to say, but I, I'm, I see things. Um, I, I'm a, I have great intuition. I'm an intuitive person. And so I'm always five miles down the road before most other people are. So I share views where people go, Oh, oh I, I didn't really, Oh, I didn't really think about it that way. So I, I have a really, yeah, I'll kind of a reverse. So this pandemic just all it did was slow me down. And so maybe I'm not driving at a hundred kilometers an hour. I'm driving at 50, but I'm still very going forward. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really get stuck in the ditch or the rut or, or go. Uh, some people know me that, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, and, and 
we're, we wear our heart on our sleeves. We're emotional people because we care so much. And um, it's really hard for us type to slow down because we're multitasking type people. Um, but I, I, I think things will get back to normal a lot sooner than later. And I know that people are going to come back to the Yukon because it's on their list. And maybe they're going to travel around their backyard, but I know they're coming back. And we, the Yukon is a pretty special place. So we have a natural in, ingredient and a, a natural kind of attraction um, in people's mind already. And we just need to keep feeding that dream and that vision. Um, and that's, that's what we are, visionaries. In those uh, opportunities for like this little bit of a break, what's kind of keeping you grounded? What's, how are you finding your breath? Mm, um, well, I'm breathing a lot more. Um, in, I, I guess I just get to um, more time with family. We've, you know, we, we, um, cause our, our, our kids are, are definitely young adults and have worked. And so we've kicked them out the door because they've had to go get other work. They were laid off too with the company. So they've in their, in their young years of 18 and 23, they've only ever worked with the hype of our season and it's given them opportunity to go down that other road too and go find other work and go work with other people and um, appreciate maybe the company, the family company that they do work for and some of the perks and some of the challenges. And um, so they, they get to grow. Um, but also um, I get to spend more time um, out on the land, a uh, lot more time this year where I'm, I don't have people in tow where I'm not having to, to interpretive chat. It, 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 you can't help but go into that mode and families and friends, they laugh all the time because I ask, I ask guide questions, right? Or I start telling a story. So I, I don't have a mic on. Um, so I have a little more freedom to um, go down that trail um, where usually I have to stop because I have 10 people in tow or, so I get to be a little bit more of a, of a visitor and have my own experiences um, with no one. And so, yeah, I'm not getting paid, but I get to say go longer, right? Cause I have more time. So anyone who knows me in the last two months, my new slogan is, oh, I have time. Yeah. Okay. So I, cause right now doing this podcast with you would be impossible any other year and year, but my phone's not ringing. So we have, we're uninterrupted right now. This is, this has never happened in, in a June ever. And, and that's kind of exactly the point of this podcast is to kind of capture these moments in time so that when we're looking back, even in 20 years and thinking about like, what did we learn? What happened during this monumental event in sort of world history? It's capturing because it will change all of our industries in small and big ways, right? So what happens in this reset moment, this opportunity that you've never had um, to, to think about things just a little bit differently. Yeah, mm -hmm, definitely. Yep. Any songs, books, podcasts, movies, what that you'd recommend for people to, to, to think about, to listen to, get new by, or you think everybody should have? Oh my gosh. So, well, we listen to a lot of music cause we're on the road, right? Um, um, anyone that knows me too, um, I don't have time to read books. Never have. This is the first year that I've gotten through. I've read three books this year. 
that is that has never happened. So, um, and I know people, if anyone's watching or listening to me, they're completely laughing out loud because if I can get through one chapter in a month um, to actually sit still or, or cause yeah, I, I don't need a book to put me to sleep at night. I don't, I don't need music. I don't need anything. Um, uh, songs. I haven't really found any new songs. I, I tend to be quite traditional in that way. So I, I, what it does is it allows me to listen to my music more and, and, and enjoy it because there's no one around me. There's no one with me. So, um, one, one book maybe lately, um, that I'm reading right now is daring greatly. And I am also my, not, um, I'm a very spiritual person in my own way, but I've created my own spirituality. So, and it basically talks about, um, and it's funny, it's the timing of reading this book because someone gave it to me and they're a social worker and I am so not a social worker or a government person. And they're like, they gave this book to me last year. And I, so I started reading it and then actually, because I had nothing else to read at this cabin, I only had one book in my backpack and it just happened to be that. So, and it's actually very, um, to open the page during this crisis um, is very good timing because it talks about um, change um, and, and, and being a risk taker. We're, we're, as an entrepreneur, you have to be a risk taker and, and daring greatly and continuing to do that. So it might slow you down, but you still have to take risks and, and daring greatly and understanding uh, people and yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty heavy, but I was like, I, I had a couple little aha moments where I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes, that makes sense. And, and so it, someone else through page, cause I don't read a lot was like, it reinforced really my mental state of, of what we're going through in this crisis right now. So it's kind of funny cause it's my fourth book and I'm just like, and I don't read books like that, but it was the only book I had out of this cabinet. I'm like, okay, I'll open the page with hesitance, you know, and it kind of reminds me of a counseling book or something. So, and then actually the first couple of pages were pretty good and I talked about leadership and blah, blah, blah. So I was, uh, I kind of cracked up about that. So, yeah. You're, you're not the first to uh, recommend it on this podcast series. It's, it's mm -hmm. come up before. And I think a lot of leaders, a lot of entrepreneurs are finding a lot of strength in it. It's uh, it speaks to people. Mm -hmm. So, um, but um, no, no, no songs, nothing that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I screenshot a couple quotes here and there that um, maybe I, I might reflect back on ones, but because I'm so forward thinking, I don't look back in, in my photos and slide, like during social media. Yes. I'll, I'll go back and look for that perfect photo, but that photos are very recent. It's not three years from now that I'm going to post that photo of where that happened. Everything's happening in the now. Um, cause I, that's really important and I don't have time to scroll back. I don't, I, I, I don't scroll back and go, Oh, what was that quote? That was so great. If that was meant to be it, that quote I would have shared today with someone or 
Oh, it, it would have been it would have been out there by now. I've forgotten it and looking for a new quote. That's how I am. Mm, that's great. Any final thoughts for today? Any any last words? Uh, uh, last words. Oh, there's never a last word. Um, there's always more words and never enough time. So when when we're engaged um, in good conversation, it's always hard to end. Um, no, I just I appreciate. Um, I've always wanted to do more podcasts and more. So this kind of, I look forward to kind of hearing it. Um, and I just think, uh, I hope people enjoyed it and, you know, it's getting back to your, your values and sticking with them and your business model, um, and dare to be different. Um, take some advice, but don't take it all. Uh, create your own, create your own plate, fill it up, change it up. And, uh, throw some mushrooms on it once in a while and go down that road. You've never traveled and, and if it in a van and if you get stuck, that's okay. You're going to get out. Um, we use a lot of figurative speech like that because um, it's about the plate. It's about the van. It's about driving and uh, exploring and um, we live and breathe that. And, and the day you stop doing that, uh, yeah, you probably need to leave the Yukon. Yeah. Oh, Thanks so much for your time today, Tina. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks.